Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to episode 54. No, I'm joking, Barack. I don't know how many 54,000. Uh, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? We're back. This is the Zone Boxing Show podcast. Um, as you listen to us every week, and we are so happy to be here. You guys have no lives if you're listening to us every week to talk <laughs> boxing, or you just big boxing fans. I don't well, know. One or the other. Maybe some of the folks are just Josh fans, and they say, and they hope maybe they'll let Josh talk for two seconds. No, that's true. Listen but that's true. But that's his mother and his father. Oh, and that's it. You know what I mean? Hey, there's going to be a segment at the end of the show where I'll be involved. Get excited. At the end of this particular show? Wow. I didn't even know, folks. I'm just finding out about this right now while we're doing this show. So I quit. A surprise to I, I'm, me. I'm quitting. This is my last time. Sorry, guys. Well, listen, I'm not quitting yet because we have a big named guest, friend to the room, hell of a guy, hell of a fighter, Mr. Game Bread himself. He'll be on with us. So we'll have to talk to him first before we quit the podcast because we don't want to hear Josh's segment. So let's get into this interview. What's up, champ? What's up, fellas? Listen, man, you, I, I love this. I, you know, uh, you stepping into the boxing world, you come from, even though you've been fighting mixed martial arts, you come from beating people up in the backyards, but you did it with <laughs> boxing skill. Right. You did it with, right. with striking. It is secretly, is that really your first love, boxing, outside oh, no, of mixed secret. martial arts? No, not secretly. Every okay. every every time I've been ever asked, my first love was was boxing. Okay. I, I mm. I'll never forget. It. I was like six, seven years old when I stumbled upon it in the living room. Um, I was just at a family party, Latin family party, mm-hmm. having fun chilling. I wandered off and went into the living room, and there was a boxing match. I don't I don't recall who was the first ever boxing match. Oh wow, that's crazy. Because uh, usually people say, "Oh, it's Mike Tyson, it's Sugar Ray," and you don't even remember. Yeah. You was just boxing. No, yeah, I was just like, "What is this?" You know, I had been uh exposed to like soccer maybe like you know a little bit of basketball and stuff at the time yeah but none of it like captured my attention young boxing was like and all the way until i discovered ufc till about 11 years old yeah um it was just boxing which which i consumed like growing up that's why i'm still a, uh much a fan of boxing now yes sir of the old school guys that i grew up idolizing the ones that were like way way before me you know so boxing was definitely my first up and still well, well who was it. who was the guy that once you i mean the first fight that you noticed you didn't remember who they was but when you started remembering names who were the guys that you couldn't miss you said man i love the way he fights oh we got we got a lot to talk about i so a couple Just of because nobody could touch him Pernell Whitaker was one of my oh, favorites oh man that's, that's my favorite fighter of all time as soon as I saw Sweet Pea, I was like, what the f- is this, you know? Yeah, he just made special. it look different, you know? And, and there was something that I, in boxing, in MMA, you, you can't win a fight. And we've talked about this before, uh, us three, that in MMA, you can't really win a fight, like being defensive, going backward and landing right. and being like, accurate, you know? In yeah. boxing, you can. And just, I remember Sweet Pea would just make people look like mm. they didn't belong. And then that was f- amazing to see. Obviously, like Sugar Ray Leonard, Muhammad Ali, Roberto Duran, mm. you know, all these guys, as I started, like, downloading all their their styles and what they brought to the game i was like obsessed man 
Thomas Hearns, you know, and, and all these greats that I came coming across. Yes, sir. Um, I read some books on on Sugar Ray. I remember like in school and uh, like Sugar Ray Leonard as well. And that was like, man, wow, these guys are the f truth, you know. So I got to see the, their whole life through the book. And then I started watching more of their matches. It was, it was crazy, man. I still have that love for boxing, you know. So um, I actually have a pro fight, which happened like 15 years ago, 16 years ago. So Mona Noah is a, is a pro boxer. Get out of here. Oh, wow. I never yeah. even yes, looked you sir. up on BoxRec. It, it might not even be on BoxRec, actually. Might not even know. be. I'm before BoxRec. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So listen, somehow you convinced all of these MMA guys who are going on, on your card that you, that you have here and as debuts, you know, you got like 11 guys out of 18 debuts. You convinced these guys to come into the boxing world. How'd you do that? Well, first, um, me, me and my matchmaker, my partner, Dean Tool, um, we, we wanted to bring, we, we're both huge fans. Same thing with him. His first love boxing, then he got into MMA and he loves out of both of them, just like me. So when we, we started putting these cards together, this will be our fourth card that we put together. Eventually, we always wanted to say, maybe not in the beginning because of budgeting the money and it's a business and we have to go at a corner. But once it was time to strike, we could strike. We, we wanted to have a card that from top to bottom, you'd be interested in watching. You'd want to spend your time and money to watch this. And not just like right now, the Tommy Fury, Jake Paul fight, you, you might not remember the co-main event. I, I don't want you to leave my event without knowing the last the five fights that you saw in front of your face. I don't want you to be able to talk about it and be like, man, those were evenly matched. Mm -hmm. Aggressive is coming out for each other, you know, and, and that's what we want to bring, you know. So we started right. getting this card together. And uh, long behold, um, Dean Tools like very, very close with Roy Jones Jr., Roy Jones Jr.'s promotions he's also close with senior he, he's had a long relationship with them working um with uh with the jones and uh he threw the name out there and i was like boy jones come on bro d roy jones like, yeah there's no 50 50 fight when you when you're talking about roy jones <laughs> yeah it was like you talking about roy jones jr he's like yeah I, I, he wants to fight and you know he might be interested in this, and I was like, "Wow!" I mean, how did that make you feel? Like, I mean, this guy's one of the goats. He's fighting on your card now. <laughs> one of the, I mean, Roy in his prime to me is in his different planet. There, there, yeah. There's, you know, all the guys that I mentioned before, but Roy Jones Absolutely. Jr. from when he comes right. to, to his prime, there's nobody like him. Nobody, I, nobody. nobody. Ever, 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 never, never been. There's nobody right like him. Mm -hmm. who, who can go? Who can go and play a basketball game and then beat the? After two hours of running up and down sprints and just beat the dog. There's nobody like Roy, you know, his ass the style, you know. When did the his idea come about, though, Jorge, like for, for, to, to, to step in a boxing world and, and actually put a card together, that game, bread, you know, uh, this whole idea, when did it spark? Well, we, uh, I got in total three promotions that, that we were four promotions, Island Fighting, Icon Fighting Championships, Game Bread Boxing, and GFC, which is bare knuckle. And the the other three that I mentioned, we've put on about um, three shows at GFC, seven shows, uh, eight shows with Icon just for last year and one year. And uh, with Island Fights, we got over like 70 shows there, you know. Wow. So it, it's, a, it's a long doing thing that we've been doing. Just I, me, we, we is main thing too that we've been putting all this into it. You know, we do it. We started with MMA promotions and then, we were just messing around talking about the boxing. Like, why aren't we doing it? Why don't you know, we just make it happen? Because we're shooting this shit just like you two guys. I always see you guys on Instagram. We're just shooting this shit, blah, blah, blah. How about who yeah. would have won in there trying this and that? And that's what me and him do. Yeah, but that's then we're, crazy. Let's put the money. 
behind it. Let's put the the words on paper and let's make these fights happen. And that's basically how it happened. I was like, Roy Jones Jr. versus Anthony Pettis. Anthony Pettis. One, of, one of the rawest dudes that was an MMA flashiest could be jump off the cage to knock you out. He's done it mm. multiple times in his career. That's crazy. Crazy two-time champion, you know. Well, who who wins that fight, though? Hold it. <laughs> how do you see that fight playing out, that, that, that Roy Jones fight in Pettis? Oh, man. I don't know, man. It, I never want to bet against Roy. That's the you, you better not bet against Roy. And if he beats Roy, me and my friends, we're going to be jumping in that ring. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a legend. <laughs> he better not beat Roy. <laughs> it's it's, crazy. it's like, you know. It's like it's when he made the Holyfield lost to Vitor. I was like, oh, well, yeah. how can we watch something like no, this? Yeah, yeah. But that, you know what but I mean? That, but that's the same way I feel. Because, you know, in Holyfield's case, it's like, man, it's not yeah. fair. You know, I know he's 16. a tech, but, you know, Vitor would have never been able to, to, to hang no. with that no. You know, I, I don't think I know. You know, Holyfield in his prime was a different different animal. It was a dog, man. You got a guy coming at you for 15 rounds. He's going to throw hard from that first belt to the last belt mm-hmm. and put every those shots. Holyfield's one of my favorites as well, you know? Yes. Uh, speaking, speaking of boxing, Jorge, what was your take on the Tommy Fury-Jake Paul fight? I know you and him have gone back and forth. Jake Paul, that is. Uh, it, could that ever happen? I mean, he's called you out at times. Would you step in a box ring and fight Jake Paul? Man, you know, when I, when I got into the sport of, of combat, I, I got into it for just two things, two things alone. Fight the best in the world mm-hmm. and get the most money possible. Yes. Most money, like, I'm not fighting the best in the world right now. I'm going to fight Joblo, but I want to get paid fighting Joblo. You got to give me money to pay this fool because yeah. I, I really I really take my craft seriously. That's why I didn't, I'm not trying to diss Jake now, but I didn't discover my passion at 20 whatever he did it. I, I did it since a kid, and I've only done this since a kid, and I still continue to do this. That's why I'm one of the top welterweights in my sport, apparently, you know? Um, so when these numbers from Tommy Fury come back and stuff, and I see, like, man, Jake sold a bunch of pay-per-views, and maybe it makes sense, because he's definitely not anything of the world's best, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I'm not trying to diss on him or Tyson, but um, there wasn't maybe, you know, a, a, of an event of that level, maybe it wasn't type of boxing that I'm used to, you know, because I'm an avid boxing fan. Right. And the fighters to be, like, a little bit better, more more action. So I'm not trying to diss them either, but it's just, like, yeah. they're not in the world's best. And if I'm not making the, the most money with, with Jake, I mean, I, I I could just pass on that, you know. I'll go put Stand on a out. boxing event and make much more money than than fight this guy. It doesn't do anything for me because he's not the world's best or makes money. So it's right. just something, like... So, but as a fighter... As a fighter, when you watch a fight like that, I know you can't help but say to yourself, man, I beat both of these guys. Is that what you were saying to yourself? Man, I got over 50 games, 50 fights in, in the game. You know, I got numerous knockouts. And, and my, my the thing that comes easiest to me, the most natural, you know, uh, first would be boxing, first and foremost. My hand die, my my speed, my power, things that I feel God always gave to me since the first day I got in the gym compared to all the little boys around me was just, since a kid, the coaches could see it. I, I knew it. My hands were faster than everybody considerably, you know? Right. So I feel in the sport of just boxing, I would wreck him. You know, mm-hmm. I, would, I, would, I would do damage to him. I'm, I'm a conditioned athlete. I'm not going to get tired throwing blows. And Jake Paul just wouldn't be ready for that heat, man. You know? Mm-hmm. It's different. I'm throwing with bad intentions. And, I'm, and like I said, I'm a pro of 50 fights. I know right. I'm not going to get tired throwing heat, you know? Mm-hmm, and, right. and I'm going to really come to take your head off, you know? You're going to have to do some really evasive moves in that ring to get away from me. And in boxing, Jake hasn't hit that that stride yet where he could be him. a good clean boxer, keep me at the end of his jabs, check hook his way out of problems, not let me put him in the ropes. Because I, I'm not the best boxer, but I know where I'm going to be good. I'm going to put him in the inside. I'm going to put him in the corner and be 
at him for like four or five rounds till he starts to drop those hands and then I'm going to go for the top, you know? And mm. that's something he's not going to be able to avoid because he doesn't have that craftsmanship yet. I don't see him cutting angles, you know, weaving in and out of punches, circling away, you know? So yeah, I, I think... Speak, speaking of cutting angles, uh, Jorge, let, let's talk about a fighter who's good at that and, and putting pressure on fighters and, and does it skillfully. Javante Davis is going to be fighting another very skilled fighter in Ryan Garcia. Big fight, biggest fight in boxing. It's going to be huge in April. Uh, a lot of people giving tank to edge. What, what's your take on that? Here's how I see the fight. Because every time a fight gets announced, I look at it, and I like doze off and I see it in my head, and that's usually like, what I run with, especially my first initial raw thoughts. I think the first four rounds, Gervonta's kind of studies him, chills out, you know. Ryan has a lot of success in those rounds. And then um, I can see Gervonta starting to, like, pick up the intensity heavily, knowing his shots, placing his shots a lot better, and uh, and making it ugly for Ryan. I, mm. I lean more times than not. I would lean on this fight heavily on, on Gervonta's. But Ryan's a gamer. He's got speed. He's got power. Um. I think if Ryan just like lays it all out and comes to fight those first four rounds is also probably like his best chances because he's got the reach. He can keep him out. It's just Hank has this radar, man. Once those like that little studying phase goes by, you see he's just walking guys down. Yeah. He just knows already exactly what you're going to do. He knows where your head's going to be when he fakes here. He knows you're going to be somewhere in this area and he's just check making you after that. He's just going fake here, go there. And I know that it's going to be like one, two, three. And he like, Lines his ducks up in a row and then boom, you know? So, so it doesn't I, go to distance. I, I would lean heavy in Gervantes. It doesn't huh? go to distance, though, the fight. You don't think it, you don't see it going 12 or 12. I don't, I don't, I don't see it going to 12 with either one of them. Yeah. I don't, mm. I think, uh, I think Ryan could also catch him, especially like early on with that insane speed that he has to reach the power. I mm. can see him catching him early. But if it did win to decision, um, I'd be surprised. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to go back to, to your boxing event. Have you or, any of the other guys that you're working with, have you guys ever approached like a match room, top rank, or any of these big boxing promoters, Golden Boy, and, and tried to get them on board? Uh, no. And and the reason being is we we my my team over at Gamebird Boxing is very small. You know, we we have a whole investor department, we have a whole other department, everything. But the guys that eventually call the shots is just me and Dean Tool. And we're able to move very efficient like that. There'll, there'll come a point, there'll come a time when we'll be talking to any promotion because we're all open for business. We want to work with everybody, all the best promotions. But it just hasn't it hasn't happened yet, you know. But we do want to we want to be in boxing and put boxing fights together and, and cards that are great from top to bottom and be as transparent as possible as a promoter. Like, if this is the money that I get that I'm supposed to give so-and-so, well, that's what I'm giving. You know, wow. so there's no problems. We, I, I'm a fighter first, yeah. you know, and... I've I've fought for promotions that, you know, six, seven months after they went under. And guess what? The money disappeared with them. And guess Damn. who they guess who didn't get paid? Guess who the first ones that's to get the fighters. The first yeah. ones to get the fighters. So I yeah. always see it like I'm I'm gonna look out for these guys. And just from a business standpoint and doing good business, they're gonna want to do business with us. Trust me. You know, right. and that's what I tell everybody, like the the fights, the big names will come. It's just you have to do business good. And I feel that. As far as promoters go, nobody's going to do better business for these fighters than me because I want these guys to get paid. I want right. to give them a good share of what they bring in. Here, go get your money so you can keep coming back and we can keep putting on big fights and no bull****. Yeah, just like that. Oscar De La Hoya. I just want to follow up. Just yeah. like Oscar De La Hoya, you know, he was a fighter, so he kind of feels like he knows best yeah. what the fighters need and what they want. So do you think guys like Anthony Pettis and Jose Aldo, 
Do you think they're going to make this a thing now? Like I'm in boxing now. I'm, I'm messing with game bread boxing. This is what I'm going to do. It's not a one-off. Although I know is full-time committed to boxing. I've, I've heard from his managers, wow. his sources, trend. He's full-time embarking on the boxing mission, pugilist all the way. Um, right. Pettis, I know he's still going to be entertaining MMA. And doing mm-hmm. boxing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy Stevens, I, I, from what I'm hearing, he's going to do boxing and MMA as well. But the only one that's going to fully concentrate on on boxing is Aldo, and it makes sense. He's done. It. There's no more you could do in MMA. He's done everything. Yeah, you know, he's, he's the greatest, longest reigning champ. Like, if he if he's not the best, you know, then what do you put him? You know, tied with whoever you would think is the best, because there's nobody really better than Aldo. So yeah, in MMA, exactly. he's done everything he could do. You know. Mm-hmm. Why not go into boxing? Watch, how can people watch this card? We're on pay-per-view. Pay-per-view on demand. Your linear pay-per-view. You can go on Comcast or whatever. Click it up. If you want the digital rights, UFC Fight Pass. How much is it? You got to check online. <laughs> they, they told, Yo, don't they let me go and see $79.99. They told me never say prices online. So I, oh, wow. Okay. okay. All right, okay. no, no, no problem. Let, let's talk about <laughs> UFC two two eighty seven. Uh, Jorge, uh, April eighth. Uh, are you, are you, uh, being a promoter? Right, takes a lot of energy, and and you're heavily involved into this boxing thing. Are you giving yourself enough time to train and be prepared at the athlete that you've Definitely. always been? Definitely. So I'll run you through my day real quick, kind of, and and you'll see why like why I've been doing this for so long, and I'm able to 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 make it efficient. Um. You know, I wake up, maybe I'll get like a little run in or something, then uh, stretch out and I take off to American Top Team, which is an hour away from me. I live in Miami. This is in Coconut Creek. In that hour, I get on the phone. I chop up a lot of calls. We send emails, connect dots, this and that. I get the practice. I train for about two to three hours. Then I get back on the phone on my way down as I'm eating my lunch, Mm. get these phone calls done. I get home. I take my nap. I wake up. I go to the gym. I come back from the gym. I get back on the phone at night, another hour, hour and a half of of either whether doing interviews or, or talking with matchmakers, sponsors, whatever it may be. And basically, my life is just fighting from fighting to fighting, you know. And, and my job is obviously I'm not the email guy. I'm not like the logistic guy. I'm the, hey, do we want this guy in the card? Yeah, let me go look at his last five, six fights. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't want him. Why? Ah, he's not dogging him. That That's my job. So it's like. Yeah, it, it could be a lot of draining for, for some guys, but I'm not the, the logistics guy either. I'm not finding out what flight is the cheapest to get that. That's not me. There's a whole department for that, you know? I'm just, uh, hey, I like this guy. I like what I see. I like the price tag attached to him. Let's yeah. put this guy on. Let's go. Oh, wait, when you get when you fly exactly. Baraka Baraka, don't get the cheap flight, so we don't want the cheap <laughs> <laughs> That's not his department. <laughs> All right, so let's say, let's say you're... Um, at, at a Starbucks in Miami and Kobe Covington walks in. Nobody's around but the employees are, uh, at Starbucks. What happens? I, I can say what allegedly could happen, but <laughs> I can't. I like, I can't even, man, as it is right now, I can't even say that dude's name because they already got, his ass has three felonies on me already and Damn. he's trying to get even more, yeah. So yeah, like, that ain't no game. That ain't no yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I can't... Um, when, when do you think you're going to be broken free from that? Like how long this process is going to take? Mm. I don't know, man. You know, um, it's crazy because okay. they're, they're saying like a lot of things, but that's mm. that's another reason why I didn't come back to fighting, you know. I was dealing with a lot of outside things, getting it done. 
But yeah. things are looking better every every day. And my faith is in God anyway. So I, Amen. I'm, not, I'm not worried about what these devils could do or, or think they could do, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just it's crazy because you 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 can't run up on people and think that, you know. All right. Things don't happen, but I can't say much more, man. Yeah, I got so. you. No, I get it. I get it. It's a lot of legal issues. Now, let's talk about Usman and Edwards. Uh, how does the rematch play out? Uh, I, I, I'm very interested in that one because you just, especially you guys being from boxing, you guys know psychologically, you just never know how you come back from a knockout, especially being right. first. That's one. true. So yeah, that's, that's the thing that I'm most interested to see, Usman. How, how is he coming back? I've, obviously, Usman was dictating the pace last time. I thought mm-hmm. he was winning the majority of the fight, like how I guessed it. But right. I, uh, I also thought that that on the stand-up, that same left high kick that caught him would be like the only thing that they, they, they could pose problems because the way that he fights, how he wrestles, how he leans and stuff like that. So definitely something that he could address and, and fix and then, you know, cover that and keep going. But psychologically, is he going to be there in such a short time? We're, we're about to find yeah. that. Is he going to make him change to a complete different fighter where he's only going to be just wrestling every position? Where, where would you... Where would you be at? Like, what would be your mindset? Because, like, in boxing, there's a boxer by the name of Dillian White. He had got knocked out by another boxer by the name of uh, Alexander Povetkin. But he was winning the fight before that. He dropped him twice before that. He was winning. He got caught. He got knocked out. He immediately wanted to rematch, came back, rematched him, knocked him out one round earlier than he got knocked out. So he was telling himself, I was winning the fight. I just slipped up. Do you, mm-hmm. Would that be your mindset? You were winning. I made a mistake. I'm coming back and I'm going to win. Definitely. That'd be the, the mistake 100%. Get to the gym. Hey, well, sit down with my coaches. What did I do wrong? Oh, this is what you did wrong. And you did it mm-hmm. numerous times throughout the fight. This is just the time that he made you pay the price. We can't ever do this again. Okay, let's get to it. And then we get to the laboratory and we start fixing. But, right. you know, we're still fighters, right? We're still like, and, and, and I'm a stand-up guy. So um, I know I, I've, I've had a good chin for most of my career. He's yeah. not necessarily a stand-up guy. He's a wrestler guy yes. that started fighting his last two, three fights more stand-up oriented, you know, more stand-up um, involved in his fight. So mm-hmm. maybe he's, you know, maybe I don't have the same chin. So that that's where I'm thinking the psychological Damn. problem could, could come in where he's going to just come to wrestle hard. And not that mm-hmm. that's a problem because that's an option you have in MMA, but that might change up his style. That might make him, you know, get more tired or overreach. So I I, I, I think Usman is a very strong competitor. I think he's going to come back strong. It's just I'm always, when it's somebody's first knockout, I'm always very eager to see how they come back. Right. Yeah, yeah. But do you remember the days when, like, in the beginning of the UFC, when you had, like, the Gracie? Gracie didn't know how to box. No. <laughs> Gracie no. had no stand-up. He, he was the worst-looking stand-up guy ever. He just, he running to you with his gi, you know, like this, with his head down. And if he wasn't good, you couldn't. Like, do you remember those days? Those days are gone probably because everybody's so versatile, correct? Not, like, not so you everybody. can't just be like a great wrestler and beat everybody. No, yeah, yeah. And and uh and Gracie didn't even have wrestling. He was a jujitsu guy. You know? No, no, I'm just, just saying. I'm I'm saying because of Usman, yeah. that's why. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But at first, yeah. Gracie was killing everybody until people started just, learning jiu-jitsu. the ground. Right. They started yeah, learning the ground. Just jujitsu, not even not even wrestling. It was just jujitsu. He'd grab somebody's either, right. He'd bring him on top of himself or he'd take him down and then that's it. It was game over. You know? Yeah. That's why that's why an MMA is always awesome. And I think guys could fight a little longer than boxing because we have different options. You know, you could wrestle more now since you you've gotten older, maybe your reflexes aren't at their peak. But now mm-hmm. you could wrestle, which requires different reflexes. Not not the same the feeling of grappling as the 
the the radar that boxing and MMA striking takes, you know. So that's one thing that Usman could always use, but it, you know, it could always change his style psychologically. I still think that uh, I'm cheering for Leon, obviously. So I mean, him could get it on, but I think Usman wins. You know? <laughs> yeah, no Sp- speaking of, of MMA fighters f- fighting for a very long time, uh, you're a businessman, obviously, man. You know how to get to the money and create things. Uh, wh- when are you going to be done with the cage and and just fighting in general? I uh. I, I, I've pondered on this question before a long, long time ago in my career. Mm. And then it's more recent. Um, I thank God every day that I train at the best gym. I, I think that uh, has ever been produced for MMA American top team. We have the most champions, we have the most belts, you know, and in our up and coming staff of killers that, that's on the rise right now, it's like unbelievable, you know? So, so I have, I think a wealth of, a wealth of talent where I can go into this gym and train with the world's current best you know, like numerous world champions that we have now yeah. and the upcoming best of tomorrow. And, and I always just thought something, um, I, I, to, to, to be honest, I, I shouldn't say this on like public interviews because then Dana White and the UFC will be like, oh, and they'll try to use it against me. But I love fighting, man. I, I love, I love to, to be in there. Maybe not all the preparation that it takes to be in the cage, but man, do I love being in that cage. I love to compete. That's what I like to do is just, just fight, you know? So um, I take it like if I can't compete at the gym and hang with these young killers that are up and coming or established, once my days have come that I'm losing more rounds and winning, mm-hmm. this is like clear, a clear message to me like, hey, you're not the same. And I'm not going to be nobody's stepping stool or right. or or be a stepping stone for somebody to right. now come up and take my spot. You know, when when a lot of these guys probably wouldn't even have my jog strap in my prime. So one, right. one maybe, time, maybe if you can't, maybe not competing with the guy, the young killers in the gym, but there's still other fighters that are big fights for you, like Conor McGregor's and, yeah. and those yeah. type, those, those still, and those Edwards. fights you're still open for. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm, no, I'm open for all those fights and, 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 and the best in the world. All I'm trying to do now is, is that Gilbert right now is number three or four in the world. So mm-hmm. after him, I'll be able to fight for a title. So I, right. I just either I want to fight the world's best or I want to get paid the most money. That, Like I said in the beginning, that's what I signed right, up right. for. Right. So, now, um, now you want to do all of those together. Ideally, you'll love to fight the yeah. best and get the top dollar. But give yeah. me give me a scenario here, Jorge. If if let's say the, the fighting God said, look, you have only three fights in your career and that's it. Name those three opponents in the order that you want them in. Not counting this one that I already have. No, in the not books counting this one. Not counting this one. It'd be Leon Usman and Kobe, or Kobe Leon Usman, but I I have to get back in there. So so with, Connor, with I, I I thought Connor would be in that three, but but yeah, nah. definitely I would love that, but I, there's I'm not gonna get that guy in the cage there unless yeah. he put a gun to his head. He's, well, he well, doesn't even mention me. No, you know, no, Dana White, the whole team has told him I am the biggest fight that he could possibly book. It's a massive fight. The yeah. ne- massive fight, the biggest fight that he could do, the biggest paycheck he could cash out in his whole. Thing in MMA, not in boxing, because Floyd's a whole different other animal. Talking about in MMA, just in MMA, I'm the biggest name that he could fight. I'm currently active, and I compete at 170 pounds, which he's competed at that weight class numerous times now. Mm-hmm. The actual like last two or three fights I've been at 170. So it's mm-hmm. it's something that's doable. But every time they'd offered him, he shut it down. And he won't speak about it on media. He just he, like if I don't exist, so I, I can't force a man to do that. Right. But right. these other fighters, I think I could entice him with enough money to get back in the ring. Okay, well, speaking of Conor, last question. What do you think about the fight between Conor and Chandler? Who wins? Uh, I don't I don't know, man. It's it's hard because um like the they, they both seem like at some point in the fight though, 
they'll give in, you know, like they'll get a little tired and give in to somebody else's will. So I I, I don't know who will give in faster. I don't know who's in better shape. I don't know if Connor's been training or not. Mm. You know, if, if Connor's in his prime, I think he would go through Chandler, beat him, mm -hmm. and find a way to take care of him. But I, I don't know what type of lifestyle he's been living as right. of late, you know. So Got if you. he's in shape, I'd put my money on Connor. If not, probably Chandler wins. All right. Well, uh, on that note, Game Bread Boxing is going down April 1st. Make sure you guys check April with your cable. April 1st. That's right. Yo, it's a mystery <laughs> price. But it's paid in the view. And then April 8th. No, no, June 8th. June 8th, right? No, no, no my, uh, mine's a week after no, April 8th. You, you, no, but you, got, you also got a card in June as well. Like, I'm like... We're, 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 we're working on that one. We haven't okay, announced okay. yet. Oh, well, we're I know everything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm April spilling 1st. the beans. So, so you putting April a boxing 1st. show on April Fool's Day, and then a week later, he's going to get it in the cage. That's uh, crazy. UFC 287. That's crazy, man. It's never not working. Our guy, Mr. Gamebred, Jorge Masvidal. Thank you for taking the time, Chad. Brother, you, brother. thank you guys always for having me. Exposing me to your people's, man. You guys are the best, my brothers. God thank bless you, brother. Thank God you, God bless brother. you too, man. Thank you. Man, uh, he holds no punches, Barack. Mr. Jorge is candid every time. Oh, my God. That guy is going to either be a lot of bleeping or a lot of cutting for the editor. Yeah. That guy. Well, they're, they've they really... already listened to it, so you, they heard the beeps and the bleeps. <laughs> <laughs> but but listen, there's more to talk about, all right? No, there's the no delay. You know, there's a delay. There's the beep uh, coming you know, after. Okay, you like... wasn't sure if they got to it quick no, enough. No way. No way. <laughs> no way. Listen, there's no X series. It's going down this weekend. So, you know, we got to chop that up. So we'll, we'll get into it after this break. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. A lot of interesting things to talk about. Boxing is evolving in so many ways. We also have the Maxayo Figueroa fight to touch on. But first, I want to talk about Misfits uh, tag team boxing, Barack. I mean, I don't know if that's what it's coined, but nevertheless, it's it's um, something I've never, I don't think I've ever even imagined it, or have I? I mean, I, when you think about wrestling, you think about tag team, at some point, somebody must have thought about uh, another form of combat you know, in tag team. I don't think it's way out there, but how effective is, is it going to be for the fight fans? God. Well, I can tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to frame it and dress it up nicely as possible. Can I curse here? You know, all the guests, always, <laughs> all the guests when they get passionate, they'd be like, can I curse? Um, what the heck are we doing with this, this tag team thing? Tell me I'm what don't you I, like about it. Though. I'm going to tell you. Because this is a this is the hurt game. Right. We got to take this serious. Like it's a gimmick, 
And I get it. Just like care, care I'm about to say KRS one. Just like KSI, <laughs> just like KSI fighting two guys in one night. Now I don't know how a sanctioning, uh, I don't know how a commission can sanction something like that. You know what right. I'm saying? Because you usually get suspended after a fight. I guess it's just interesting. I guess, I guess to to people who are new to the sport, and I'm talking about the participants here, right. to the new to this sport, and they're and they're trying to do new things, and they're trying to get new eyes. They're not really trying to get new eyes on our part of boxing. They're right. just getting new eyes on them. Yeah. You know? so, so it's like, does that part of it help boxing? No. You know, I, I think it's just something. First of all, they're all creators, right? They're create, they're content creators. So they're just being creative with the sport of boxing. And at the end of the day, it's probably going to wind up being disrespectful to fans right. that are truly boxing fans. Right. Well, true boxing fans, I guess the ones that call themselves hardcore fans that don't like this, they don't necessarily, I mean, they don't have to watch it, right? They have an, they're tapping into an audience that is going there for that. So you can't really, you can't get upset at, with it. It's not interfering with boxing. It's not interfering. Unlike, you know, despite of what some people may think that YouTube is coming into the sport or entertainment is coming into the sport, it's affecting real boxing. That's completely not, not true. Completely not true. So I don't think the same no. thing with this. This is not affecting I mean, boxing you, at all. You know that. I know that. But you know how fans are, you know. And sometimes we get upset. And I only say it affects us when the belts get involved with those kind of fights. If you're taking away from our belts, then to me, that's a problem. But if you're a YouTuber and you want to box and you really, really want to box, right. I'm not mad at you. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. And I don't even care if you want to box other YouTubers and it's just the Zone X series because I think that's cool. I remember, uh, I think it was the second one. That was freaking so much action. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? I actually loved it. It's just when now when you're throwing a tag team in it, how can I not be skeptical when I first hear that? Right. When I first hear it, I'm like, that sounds crazy. Then yeah. I hear, okay, it's just, it's four... It's four rounds, you know, three minute rounds or whatever, and 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 they're gonna be, you know, going in and out. And I say, oh, okay, you're gonna fight, and then the next your teammate's gonna fight. Fine, whatever. It's we'll still see, a fight. We'll, we'll we'll see how that plays out. Hopefully, right. the audience that we they're targeting, they they enjoy it. Now, uh, let's move on to the Zone X series, which has has come to a place where I actually enjoy the fights, and I think that the fighters that are taking it serious, uh, you know, you guys like Dean the Great, he's coming back out. Uh, you got so so Poppy. Uh, he's not fighting on his car, but he's a guy that that is part of his own X series and is fun to watch. You know, you got Jay Swingler coming back, uh, King Kenny. So this is gonna yeah, be a, a, why is Lewis Pineda yeah, coming nah, back? Yo, he's oh he's God. one of the tag team fighters, and yeah. he, he why is he coming back with the with, talking about KSI hit him in the back of the head and never yeah no no him. and no but like, he why fought, is he coming he, back? He fought again. This is this is third time for his own X series. Like, he came back, on. so he he went from being a supposed professional fighter now to his own X series regular. <laughs> so he so found, they, he they, found his niche. He found yeah his niche. yeah exactly. And I, I was going to mention that's funny you said that. So at least he's, you know, traveling and, and getting a check, and he fi uh, he found his his lane. Now this this brings yeah, me he's losing in both worlds. No, I, I don't know. I think, no, he world. won the second fight. Well, I'm just saying he, he, he won the second KSI. fight. You get beat by KSI. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that, that's just a big <laughs> loss. <laughs> it's a big loss. But look, I think that this this makes me think of KSI. You mentioned KSI. Um, I'm thinking what we just saw with Jake Port in an entertaining fight against 
him and Tommy Fury, yeah. we all know the bad blood between him and Jake, despite of Logan and KSI being friends, which is a little weird to me. But nevertheless, yeah, uh, I think it now was just like Jake Paul and and um and Tyson Fury being friends. Yeah, he yeah, no, 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 that's, that, that's, no, that's different. Like Tyson Fury and Jake, it's like in passing. These dudes are friends and doing business together. Um, but I think they called uh, each other best friends one time. Yeah, I think, it's just, it's I think just, Logan Paul said he was his best friend. It's, it's strange <laughs> to me, but that's a whole nother conversation. But I think now is the perfect time. And, and you tell me, Barack, if you agree with me, that Jake in his comeback fight, because he, he stated on social media that he's coming back, he will be back, uh, maybe settling that that quarrel with KSI, if KSI is willing to, to take that fight on. And, you know, I know he's had his comments about Jake and Tommy's fight. I think that maybe if not a rematch with Tommy right away, that might be the one. But will it be, will it be a DAZONE X Series main event? Or is it going to shift That's a good to the question. real professional side of things? Not to call them not professional, but you know what I'm talking about. I I'm mean, about the at the end of the day, their the fight will... that, No, I'm Got saying, it. is it going to be the stage that Jake's been fighting on? He's been fighting on Showtime pay-per-view. He just fought ESPN. on ESPN pay-per-view. Or is it going to be at the Zone X Series on the Zone? Or is it going to be at the zone pay-per-view not including the X series? That that's the question. Well, obviously, KSI, since he's undefeated, he's the A side. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, I I I think that you don't run away from the guy that just beat you. I, I think that he sh I think but Jake that wouldn't Paul be running fight. away from him, Barack. That would just no, be No, I'm know. just saying you don't you don't put nobody in between. Let me tell you, if you I put agree. somebody if you put somebody in between, Jake uh if Jake Paul puts anybody in between him and Tom Fury, why would Tommy Fury even want to fight him again? You know right. what I mean? Fine, you got that that rematch clause, but I'm sure Tommy Fury doesn't want to fight you again if you go ahead and fight somebody else. He's ready to fight somebody else as well and move on with his career. Like he said, he was consumed with this one name for, what, two years, he said? You right. know, I was surprised to see him crying after beating Jake Paul. I mean, we talked about this. I can understand what he was saying. He, he was consumed with the name. Every, everywhere he would go, people would say, hey, are you fighting Jake Paul? Mm -hmm. So it just, it consumed him and, and it got yeah. him angry. And so man. I understand him crying. At first I was like, my man, you beat you beat the guy that you said you was going to beat anyway. And you no, said no, not, not only that, but I, I think it was a little too much talking about now I'm creating my own legacy, getting behind the shadows of my yeah, brother. Bro, you did not win <laughs> a world, you did not funny. win a world championship. Yeah. You did not create your own path, bro. You you, you fought and, 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 you know, credit to you. You won the fight that you've been saying you were going to win, yeah. but it wasn't, it wasn't one-sided. I mean, Jake had moments in that round and you fought a guy who had, Three years experience in boxing. So, no, you're still on a shadow. You fought a guy that you said wasn't a boxer. Exactly. So that's why uh, you, too. you yeah. can't say that this helps your legacy. Financially, no, no. it does. And you're bragging still rights. In the shadows. You're still in the shadows. And, and you preserved your name for sure. And congratulations. But I don't understand that. But anyway, I say after Tommy Fury, win or lose, yeah, then you fight KSI. You know, but I, I, you know what I was saying before? KSI... You, He's first of all, he's kicking a man when he's down. Whatever, who cares? That's what they do in that in, in that right. content creator world. You know what I mean? But if he wasn't ready for Jake Paul, I didn't expect him to do so much talking. Maybe now, after seeing this fight, maybe he's gonna think he's ready for Jake Paul. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's gonna have another fight before that. But yes, right now, that would be a great fight. Jake Paul versus KSI. 
I, I just want to see, see Tommy rematch first. I like that too. I like that idea, but it needs to happen in 2023. L lastly, Brandon Figueroa, Mark Maxayo, Barack, uh, war in the making. These are the type of fights where you already know what's going to happen before it yeah. happens. You're not sure who's going to win, but you know, you got to grab your popcorn. You got to sit back if you're going, if, if you're into these entertaining battles, because that's what we're going to get with this one. I actually always know who's going to win. I just don't want to say. No, I never know who's going to win, especially in a fight like this. Right. Um, yeah, who would I lean? I can't even say who I would lean toward. toward this one right here like is this. a toss-up for this, me. This is, a, this, this is really one of those toss-ups. This is really one of those toss-ups. And they got to, they gotta like, have a great camp, no injuries, peak at the right time, and you're yeah. going to see an incredible war. You yeah. know, you're going to see a lot of punches thrown. Oh, man, no, I, I, couldn't, even, I couldn't even tell you who I give the edge to. All right, I guess we have to, because we're forced to get into this segment that Josh has all. No, I told now. you I quit. All right, this is my last show. But this, go ahead, Josh. You all can right, say whatever Josh. the hell you want, but this is my last show. So this is a segment called Would You Rather, right? Like, I know, Barack, you would rather you had a different producer, but you're stuck with me. So this is a game called Would You Rather. I'm just going to throw these questions at you both. You just And, and keep in mind, folks, that these have not been – uh, sent to us beforehand. Uh, this is totally not. random. I have yep. no idea what this guy's about to ask me. That's and right. I, I hope you know, Josh, I'm a family man. I'm a man of God. Don't be asking me no would you rather nonsense that I would Ooh. not answer and then have to beat you up in the oh, name of Jesus this Christ. Is, this is strictly PG, even though I could ruin you, Barack, if I wanted. I'm <laughs> so, yeah, because um, you're a nasty human being. He'll, he'll do so, If you start to try to beat up Josh, he's going to do something <laughs> real nasty. He's going to make you run away. Oh, yeah. I, I fight dirty, 100%. Um, you know what, Ak? We'll start with you then. Uh, Barack, you'll have to answer this question too. But Ak, first question, would you rather we'll start with you? It's for both you guys, but Ak, you first. Would you rather give up the ability to send voice notes or 10% of your DAZN salary? Oh, man. I, I, I thought when I initially heard the question, I thought it would be easy to answer. But now as I'm actually contemplating, the the level of um, ease that voice notes brings to my life, the, right. the just, uh, oh, man, I don't know about 10%. Give them a little backstory, too, how – you made a bet that you could not that you would not do voice notes in a certain amount of time and then you gave up you I gave, gave up, up, I gave up in three in two days in and two days no you oh, you gave up you gave up the day after oh the day after you're right <laughs> you was like i can't take it day. i need to do voice notes no no having to type a message right that i can actually send in a voice note is probably one of the top three most stressful things in my life <laughs> no no matter <laughs> If everybody complains that you do yes, it, yes, no matter what, you still do it. Yeah, it, I still so can't. It's like you ever, what? Think about one thing, and this goes to both of you that makes you cringe and it, it, it gets you upset. You, right. Your voice yeah, note. getting a voice note. Your from voice you. note. Okay, your so, voice note. So that's how that that, that's exactly how I feel, right? When I can't send a voice note. So right? would you rather give yes, up the ability I, I, to I'd send rather a give voice up ten percent of my salary? Wow. Let's go. All right, Barack. What about you? Twelve dollars, huh? <laughs> Me? I, mean, I ain't never got a voice note ever again in my life. There you go. <laughs> I ain't giving uh, up money. All right, Barack, you take this one first then. Would you rather there was no sun or there was no sport of boxing on this planet? No sport of boxing. What the heck? We got to live, brother. 
We gotta yeah, live. Like, boxing we, is well, boxing is what, not. What he's saying is well, can I answer my question? Bro? No, because I think you got the question. Uh, you took the question the wrong way. He's meaning nah. if we if there's no sun, we're gonna live, silly, but in the dark, like at nighttime no. forever. No, I said okay. no, brother. I know what he meant, and I said we need the sun, and I'm doing that for all of us. We need the sun. I can I can live without boxing. You know what? I grew up in martial arts. I can still see people beat people up. All right. If you're gonna ask me the same question, Josh, yeah, I say bro, no. Doc, what's your answer? I say no. We just we're gonna have to get a lot of sun tanning, uh, you know, machines so we can have a little sun, fake artificial tans. Some of us don't tans. need that, though. But thank you. Excuse me. What was Some that? of us don't need that, but thank you. Well, yeah. Well, I'll take boxing. Fair enough. All right, next one. You you go first, Doc. Would you rather travel ten thousand years in the past or ten thousand years in the future? Ah. <sighs> I would have to be the future. 10,000 years in the future, for sure. I mean, the past is uh, has been documented for the most part, right? I mean, of course, we don't know what it is to live, uh, you know, during that time, but there's an idea that, that there's an imagination in place because of history and the books. So I would want to, I would rather go to the unknown, uncharted territory. That's deep. And then in the future, I'm sure like it wouldn't even be a voice note. It would just be some kind of way for you to just instantly talk to people and not even have to call them. Yeah, no, they, it would just be, you know, them reading, being able to read my mind. Something Bro, like that. Would I be able to come back or do I have to live there? Ooh. No, nah, I come back. Adding to the question. Well, nice. if I got to, if I could come back, well, I would go to the future. Mm. But if you, why could, is that? Why is that? Let's break it down. Oh, because the past 10,000 years, I don't, that's before, it's way before Jesus Christ. I don't, I, I'm too advanced. I need a microwave. I need, <laughs> you need heat. You I need, need heat because you're always cold. You need, I need heat running water. Gas. I need running water. I need the garbage man to come pick up my garbage. You know what I'm saying? All right, but what I, I need all of these things. The future? So I can't, you get? I can't, I can't do anything in the past because I'm not built for that. So in the you're future, not gonna be built for the future either. It's gonna be way of different. Of course I will. Of course I will be. That's it's that's like all, saying that ten thousand years ago somebody could be built for now. No, but what happens is technology just makes life easier. That's all it does. You know what I'm saying? When when I was a little when when, when I, my parents was young, they had to heat up their food in the oven. Like there's mm -hmm. no taking leftovers out, throwing in a microwave and well, eating I still it do that. in 30 seconds. <laughs> well, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, I want to go to the future. I yeah, know well, I can I live the in the thing. future and sustain. All right, but, but hold on. I know this question is being stretched, Josh, but I want to know what do you want to bring? You said you wanted to come back, right? So what information do you want to bring back to the past that would that, uh, that you can use? For me? Yeah, yeah you said, can you come back? Like, what, what do you feel like you're going to No, because I want to live with my family here. You know what I'm saying? I got a family who loves me, unlike you. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? My family actually, but yeah, well, a couple of them do. <laughs> a couple of them do, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I got at least 50% love over here. <laughs> nah, I feel you. I mean, right, yeah. Go ahead, next one. Yeah, last one here, Barack. You go first. Yes. If you had to lose one- The answer's no. <laughs> it might probably- <laughs> It'd be amazing if that actually is your answer when you want to hear this question. Okay. If you had to lose one person out of the three of us from this show moving forward, <laughs> would you rather lose Ock or me? That's the easiest question <laughs> in nice the world. Nice knowing you guys. <laughs> what? Josh, leave now. 
Yo, leave. Like, Listen, Josh, just to add, to make it quickly, I mean, I'm a, I'm a loyal person. Me and Barack <laughs> go back since I was 14 years old, buddy. So listen, I love you, but you got to go. You got to go. Get the hell out. Go. Right. It's been real. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Is that, is that the segment, Josh? That is the would you rather segment. And let me just say, in all seriousness, we joke around. We have a lot of fun, but there are no two people I would rather work with. Honestly, I mean, that. would you rather stop being mushy and man the hell up or continue to cry to us every day how much you love us and you want to tie our <laughs> shoes and massage our feet? Right. Huh? That's our show for today. Hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Catch us next week, every week on our podcast platforms. Peace and love. Out of here. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.